0: Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Monday, December 20th, 2021. Stand up for your country. We have a rollicking program for you. We're going to take you down to Texas and show you uh, some of the uh, Trump-O'Reilly history tour clips and get into uh, not a good weekend for President Biden. So let's start there. On his schedule today, the president has nothing. Uh, He meets with COVID response team or something in the afternoon. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know what he's doing. I I have no idea what he's doing. But everything's collapsing all around him. And he has to know it. I mean, yeah, all right. So he's not the brightest guy and he's not the most alert person, but he's got to know how bad this is. So a new NPR poll, and very liberal NPR, you know that. Uh, Democrat 34. Republican 28, so it's not an accurate poll, but they say, do you approve or disapprove of the job Joe Biden's doing? Approve 41, disapprove 55. But in the independents, listen to this. This is again from NPR. Approve 29, disapprove 66%. That's it. If that holds, I mean, that's it for the Democrats because independents now are the deciders in the national elections. Um, And now uh, Joe Manchin, the Democrat from uh, West Virginia, the senator, dealt a huge blow to uh, the Biden administration when he said, look, I can't vote for the Build Back Better bill. So I'm not going to. And that kills it because there's not one Republican senator even close for voting for that. And the reason is it's just so expensive. And nobody knows where the money's going to go. And there's a lot of Green New Deal stuff. It's foggy. And, uh, you know, the Democrats, oh, it's only $2 trillion. And they already passed a $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. And inflation's rising at the fastest pace ever. And so anybody with a modicum of common sense goes, you yeah, know, we just can't do this. And then Mr. Biden says, oh, it's already paid for. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, he has to raise taxes on corporations and affluent Americans, which, of course, is going to inhibit commerce. Every time you raise taxes on corporations, they pass it along to the consumer. really knows this. So anyway, Manchin uh, says, I'm not voting for it. And that's the end of it. It's dead. So Chuck Schumer, the Senate majority leader, it's, oh, no, we'll bring it back. You're not bringing anything back. OK. And I think that Manchin has to switch parties. So I had my crack team research what that entails. And there isn't anything other than if you are an elected congressperson or senator, you can just announce you're switching parties. You don't have to get anybody's approval. You can just do it. I can't see how Joe Manchin stays uh, a Democrat. And West Virginia is uh, is a red state. So he didn't lose anything by switching parties because nobody's ever going to talk to him again in the Democratic precincts. This just wipes out all the progressive dreams. Boom. Gone. Okay, so predictably, the chief socialist, the guy who has a lot of say in the Biden administration, Bernie Sanders,
1: he's ripping. Roll it. I've been to West Virginia a number of times, and it's a great state, beautiful people. But it is a state that is struggling. And he's going to have to tell the people of West Virginia why he's rejecting what the scientists of the world are telling us that we have to act boldly and transform our energy system to protect future generations from the devastation of climate change. And I would have hoped that we could have had at least 50 Democrats on board who have the guts to stand up for working families and take on the lobbyists and the powerful special interests. We have no Republicans, support. not one Republican in the United States Senate or the House for that matter, is prepared to stand up to the drug companies or the insurance companies or the wealthy. I would hope we would have had 50 Democrats. Mm -hmm. But if that is the case, then I hope that we will bring a strong bill to the floor of the Senate as soon as we can and let Mr. Manchin explain to the people of West Virginia why he doesn't have the guts to stand up to powerful special interests. Okay, so
0: Sanders wants to nationalize the drug industry, the insurance industry. It's what socialists do. Right? And, you know, he'll never say it out loud, but he wants the federal government to run the economy. You see, most people don't understand this. All right. And, and in order to get that, the Democrats have to give away an enormous amount of money to convince people, American voters, That the best way isn't capitalism and self-reliance, isn't earning your own way. No, it's relying on Bernie Sanders and the socialists running the economy to give you stuff. Now, if you look at history, and that's what I do, this weakens a society. It doesn't strengthen it. It takes away the motivation and the willingness to suffer. And I mean that word literally to suffer for prosperity. I've suffered in my life. I bet you have too. To achieve success and security. I've suffered a lot. I I don't want anything from Bernie Sanders. I don't want the government running the economy. That's insane. All right. It's insane. They can't run anything. You know, the military runs well because it's a part. The Pentagon is a part from the federal apparatus. Will you put Bernie Sanders in charge of the economy? Come on, it's a joke. But people don't understand, all they see, and this is the Democratic Party, the blue states. All right, so they want the Build Back Better bill. And so why, why do they want it? Well, because it would provide a massive amount of money to families, American families, to raise their kids in tax credits and direct payments and preschool government's going to surge trillions of dollars into families. you're going to give them money to raise their children why i mean my parents didn't have a lot of money they didn't get a nickel all right they raised my sister and i pretty well with the catholic school we had Nice short pants in the summer. I mean, why? Why do you have to pour trillions of dollars into the American family structure from the central government? What's the buy votes? And then they, they do go down a list. Um, subsidized childcare, subsidized college, subsidized public housing, subsidized food over the summer. The food stamps not enough. Not enough. Okay? And I think it's like 50% of Americans are in some kind of means entitlement now. Half the population is getting something from the state of feds. So this is $65 worth of food per child each month on top of the food stamps. So this, this creates a dependency line, and then, then it destroys the private sector, the private marketplace, because it takes, in order to fund all this, You've got to take so much money away from small business, and I run three of them, Okay, from major corporations. And I don't feel sorry for them, but they'll pass the costs on to me and you and affluent Americans who worked hard their whole life to save up and to provide themselves with a comfortable retirement. They want to take that money right out of your retirement account. So Manchin basically says, no, you're not going to do any of it. And it's done. It's, and it is an unbelievable embarrassment to the Biden administration um, because he can't get anything. He did get the infrastructure with the help of Mitch McConnell. And it was an interesting article, you know, when I was on the road with Donald Trump over the weekend, Trump hates McConnell, just hates him and wants him out and this and that. But The Wall Street Journal had an interesting editorial today and said, you know, McConnell was smart. In voting for the infrastructure bill, the $1.2 trillion, and most of that's going to be wasted, um, and, and a number of other Republican senators did too, because he sent a signal to America, look, we're not crazy anti-Biden people here. We're not like the anti-Trumpers where everything Trump does is bad. We'll, we'll give Biden this in the hope that the money will be spent to rebuild some roads and bridges, all right, and not all spent on windmills that might not work. So we'll do it. And that's what happened. But now with this bill back better, it's so crazy. And would we'll just, just ignite inflation because the Fed would have to print money, government have to print money to cover all of this cost. Send in these checks every month to all these families to raise their kids. Come on. I mean, it's just crazy. So not only is the bill back better, bill dead, but the whole progressive agenda gets knocked right out the window because of Manchin. And I think Cinema and a few other Democratic senators would have voted against Bill Back Better if it ever came to the floor, which is not going to. So you heard about packing the Supreme Court? Gone. There's no way that Manchin or Cinema or some of the other Democrats are going to vote for that. Statehood for D.C.? Gone. All the progressive dreams, Evaporated yesterday. Boof, like this. Okay? Because of Manchin. And Manchin, in my opinion, is a hero. He saved this country from going down a socialistic road, which is a road to ruin. Ruin. Okay. Um, COVID is another embarrassment for Biden. So there are more deaths under Biden. Then there were under Trump and um, the president, and I made uh, national news today uh, because he said he's very proud of developing a vaccine. He's taken it. He's taken the booster. That got everywhere when say. I don't even know what that means, um, but it's everywhere. In fact, I'm going to be on News Nation with Dan Abrams talking about that tonight um, because some in the Dallas crowd and, and it was a humongous crowd in Dallas. We'll tell you about that later. Um, some didn't like that. There were some anti-vaxxers in there. Okay. Now the president said, look, I'm not going to mandate anything, but I believe in a vaccine and I'm proud my administration got it in nine months. And he was quite clear on that. So anyway, Biden now doesn't know what to do with the Omicron variant, because in the last two weeks, cases are up 21% and deaths are up 9%, more than 700,000 Americans dead from COVID. And they don't know what to do. So uh, the president Biden is going on TV tomorrow, and I guess he's going to tell everybody to get vaccinated because that's the only thing he can say. What is he going to say? You can't come out of your house. I'm going to shut down all the businesses again. Can't. Can't do that. Now, in some crazy progressive places, they'll try, but you can't. All right. Masks, masks. I don't know masks. You know, I believe me, I stay out of crowds, strangers. It's Funny. Because we had 35,000 people come to the Trump shows. It's a lot of strangers. But I wasn't in that crowd. I was on a stage away from the fray. So, uh, you know, I mean, I am very wary of being around people I don't know. Because what happens is I'm vaxxed and I got the uh, Moderna And the good news is the Moderna people say, if you get the booster, then you're back on track to be protected. There are going to be some crossover cases. But what's happening is that the vaccine wanes. Pfizer, Moderna wanes after a while. Nobody knows how long that is. I guess it's up to the individual physiology. Everybody's different. It's just like if you get COVID, you have the antibodies. How long do they stay? When do they weigh off? Nobody knows that. But it's obvious that the vaccine, the two shots wear off after a while, which is why the boosters, you probably have to get boosters every year now because this thing's not going away. So what's Biden going to say tomorrow? Biden doesn't know anything. Fauci doesn't know anything. They don't know what to do. So I guess he's going to say everybody has to get vaccinated because unvaccinated people spread COVID more easily than vaccinated people, which is what the medical science says. So please get vaccinated. That makes sense to me, but I don't know what else he's going to say. Um, the mask? I don't know. Who knows? I don't wear the mask unless I'm going to some place where I don't know anybody. Okay, so that'll happen tomorrow. We'll report on it. Now, this is another embarrassment. It's embarrassment after embarrassment after embarrassment uh, for the Biden administration. So Kamala Harris gave a couple of interviews over the week, and they did not work out well for her. First one was the LA Times. I guess this was December seventeenth. All right, and here's what she said. Put it up on the screen. Quote. We didn't see Delta coming. I think most scientists did not, upon whose advice and direction we have relied. Didn't see Delta coming. We didn't see Omicron coming. And that's the nature of what this awful virus has been, which, as it turns out, has mutations and variants. OK, so she says that the Biden administration didn't see all this coming. Now, that sounds logical to me. It right, sounds like an honest statement. Well, there's Fauci. He has to run out over the weekend and and say something about this. Go.
2: But we were well prepared and expected that we were going to see variants. There's no doubt about that. But I believe that the vice president was referring to the fact, if you look at the number of mutations in Omicron, it's unprecedented. Mm -hmm. There are about 50 of them, 30 of them in the spike protein, and about 10 to 12 of them in the receptor binding domain. We've never seen anything like that before. So in that context, she was correct.
0: But that's not what she was talking about. So Fauci's spinning, which is what he does. She was saying we got caught blindsided and so did Fauci. All right. Okay. It just gets worse and worse and worse. Um, Remember that book, The Gang That Couldn't Shoot Straight by Jimmy Breslin? That's what this is, the Biden administration. Again, I will tell you that, you know, and this made me feel good. Moderna announced that their COVID booster shot significantly increases antibody levels against the Omicron variant. So it's my duty to report it to you, and I am. All right. So the stock market, of course, of course, whenever you get this kind of shaky build back better out the window, COVID in the window, stock market's going to go down. If you have stocks, and I'm sure many of you do in your 401ks, your retirements and all of that, just hang on. Don't panic sell. Don't do that. And if you have a stock you like and this and that, it might be a good time to pick it up because this is, what this is just a reaction, knee-jerk reaction. Now, uh, I'm not predicting anything about the stock market. I don't do that. Uh, but I will tell you that under Biden, there's no confidence. Wall Street doesn't have any confidence in him. They have confidence in business and people making money. I think the number is $800 billion Americans are going to spend this Christmas season on gifts and food and things like that. $800 billion. So there's money and it's circulating. So I'm not going to I'm not the guru. You want that? You go to uh, CNBC or these others. But I am going to tell you what I do. I don't panic. I hold. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt? Policy genius life insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, car loans, college costs. In our smart life segment, understand that life insurance gets pricier with age. And work coverage may fall short. Policy Genius simplifies by comparing quotes from top companies and ensuring unbiased advice. Their award winning agents are ready to assist. So don't wait, spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 a year for $1 million of coverage. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's policygenius.com. Okay, um, and now let's bring back uh, Vice President Harris. So there's a guy named Charlemagne the T-H-A, God. He's a former drug dealer, self-admitted, and he was on a radio in New York City for a while. And now he does uh, Comedy Central. He hosts a talk show called The God's honest truth. Most people don't know who he is. It's on Friday nights. I've never watched it. I know who he is, okay, because I live in New York. But most people don't know it. So Kamala Harris, the vice president of the United States, chooses Charlemagne the God to give an interview to. Not me, all right, not other journalists. Charlemagne gets it. And it did not go well. Roll it. So who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden? Madam Vice President. Come on,
1: Charlemagne. I really. I, it's Joe
0: Biden. I can't no, tell sometimes. No, no, sometimes. no,
1: no, 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 It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican about asking whether or not he's president.
0: And then, I don't know really what happened afterward, but they wanted to pull the interview or some of her people came in. And I, I don't know. Um, first of all, Why on earth, if you're the vice president of the United States, are you giving an interview to Charlemagne the God? (laughs) I mean, I understand Howard Stern or something. You know, he's been around forever. He's got a serious show and all. But I I just, I don't know. I don't think there's anybody in charge of this country right now. I I really, and I'm not saying that with any hyperbole or any exaggeration. I don't think there's anybody in charge of the government. (laughs) What they're doing. OK, and to show you how weak the Biden administration is, unless you need more proof, remember the four hundred and fifty thousand dollars to every migrant family whose children were separated after they illegally crossed into the United States. Remember that? And Joe Biden got really angry and said, oh, we're never going to do that. Or blah, blah, blah. Well, uh, the ACLU filed a lawsuit and that's where that came from. So the ACLU lawyers wanted a settlement of $450,000 or more per migrant if their children were taken away and detained while they were detained in another area of the border. So there was a negotiation going on. But the American people rose up and said, we don't, you're not going to pay these people our tax dollars. They came here illegally. What are you doing? So now the Biden administration has ended the negotiation with the ACLU lawyer. I guess they'll go to court because Biden, they have to know they have to settle with these illegal migrant families. That's another just nail in their proverbial coffin. So that wasn't widely reported. That's why I'm telling you about it. That happened on Friday. Now, all of this madness, and it is that, I mean, if you don't see it, I don't know what to do. All of this madness benefits most of all one american and that is donald trump roll the tape worse is biden but he doesn't know he's divisive and i don't even think he's trying to be divisive but the people that are running the administration are very divisive because you have the people of our country are very unhappy they have a poll today where they're just about the most unhappy in terms of job approval and everything else that he's got and the only good thing is that He's making me look good because my numbers are the highest they've ever been, and I think they're going up because of him. They're saying, did we have it good? All right, that was yesterday in Dallas, Texas, and we'll tell you about that in a, a few moments. But anyway, um, it's true. It's true. And uh, independents who voted against Donald Trump because they didn't like his demeanor, or his style, or his tweets, or whatever, now many of them are regretting that vote. And Donald Trump is the front runner for the Republican nomination. OK, he can't declare until January 2023 because of campaign finance laws. But he's far and away. If he wants it, he'll get it unless there's something unforeseen that that happens. So very interesting. Uh, that whole history tour is fascinating for me. Um, so we were in the American Airlines Center yesterday and uh, was a packed house. Uh, it was an, an amazing display. You can see the still picture there. Uh, I have to give credit to the Dallas Morning News. They reported accurately. They were the only newspaper that reported the history tour accurately. Houston Chronicle, Total Lie, Sun Sentinel, unbelievable. I mean, they actually, some of these uh, people snuck in before the Secret Service, I don't know how they got in, allowed paying customers in and shot empty seats um, before anybody came into the arena and said, oh, look at all the empty seats. That happened. You can imagine. So 35,000 tickets in four shows in the middle of a pandemic. Who on earth, what politician on earth could have done that? And these tickets were not cheap. Now, everybody I know who saw the shows had a great time. I'm going to discuss the whole thing, as I mentioned, on News Nation tonight, 8 p.m. Dan Ingram. Dan Ingram. Dan Abrams. Dan Ingram's an old DJ in New York who I loved. Dan Abrams. And uh, I'm sure he'll have some questions. And on BillOReilly.com, we have posted for premium and concierge members uh, an amazing array of clips, over 15 minutes of highlights. And then for, if you're not a premium member, uh, you can see so we have some stuff for you, too. But we you know, suggest, you know, you really want to know what's going on in this country, BillOReilly.com premium membership. All right, let's get to California. So uh, between July 1st, 2020 and July 1st, 2021, this year, one year. California has lost 173,000 people at least. This is what they know about. A lot of people have lives they don't know about. People are streaming out of California. There are four reasons, okay? One is housing costs. If you live on the coast, it's insane to buy a house. Two, high taxes everywhere. They're killing you with taxes in Sacramento. Three, wokeness. It is the headquarters of cancel culture, of CRT, of all of that, California, okay? And four is crime, out of control in Los Angeles and San Francisco, all right? Totally out of control. Now, why? Because the district attorneys in those cities will not prosecute crimes. That's why, you know, crime and punishment, there's no punishment, you're gonna have crime. I think we all know that. So why? why? Who are these people? Well, research shows that George Soros has funded a number of people, district attorneys, across the country who will not enforce the law. Some examples, Kim Fox in Chicago, Larry Craster in Philadelphia, Alvin Bragg, he is the new DA in Manhattan. I mean, he's a piece of work. Jack Stolsteimer. In Pennsylvania, Delaware County, Diana Becken in Contra Costa County, California, and more and more. Soros pours hundreds of millions of dollars into DA races to get people who will not enforce the law. So a guy wrote a really interesting column about this. His name is Scott McKay. He's joining us now from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He's a columnist for The American Spectator and publisher of TheHayride.com. So I have a lot of questions for you, Scott. Number one, I get a lot of mail saying, isn't what Soros is doing by funding these local races illegal? Is he doing anything illegal?
3: Well, I would say he's not, um, which is unfortunate, I guess. But, you know, folks have the right to contribute to political campaigns. Uh, the problem that you have is what George Soros is doing is is highly um, it's not illegal, but it's against public Policy and 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 the public good, um, and I guess the only way to do it is to try to counter it with you know money to to fund DA uh, candidates that oppose people like Chessa Bowden in, in San Francisco or George Gastone in in Los Angeles or Kim Fox or some of these other folks.
0: Yeah, but they don't know. About it. They don't know about it. Okay, if people don't know, this is all stealth. Guys like you have to dig it out, me, all right? People don't know what Soros is doing with this money. They don't know he's pouring money into local races. And when you are running for DA, if you're in a county and you get $40 million, that means you buy TV time and and the people running against you don't have $40 million, and they're not going to get $40 million, all
3: right? there's no doubt. I mean, before George Soros came along, a DA race even in a big city was, you know, $150,000, $200,000 race, Right. Um, I mean, he came in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, and bankrolled a guy by the name of James Stewart, $900,000 uh, in a DA race in Shreveport, Louisiana. Nobody had ever seen this kind of money before. It was a $100,000 race before. And the guy um, won. You know,
0: that guy no, won. absolutely won. And I mean, Shreveport I, is now one of the most dangerous cities in the United States, right? Set murder records off the charts, and they don't prosecute much of anything
3: that's not a a, a totally violent crime. Uh, You know, this guy Krasner in in Philadelphia, where they've had 500 murders this year, where they, you know, there was a very well-publicized institute of a gang rape on a train, and everybody pulled their phone out and took video rather than, you know, called 911, because what's the point of doing that?
0: So we see that was 1.4 million. Yeah, we see these atrocities in the newspapers, some newspapers, a lot of them just don't report it anymore. And everybody knows what's happening in Chicago and San Francisco and everybody and everybody knows. But you know what? The, these people that I mentioned, you just mentioned Fox, they don't hide it. They come no. flat out and say, we think the justice system is racist. We think they want to put black people away. So we're not going to even prosecute them. We're going to do exactly what they want. And some people still pull the lever and they say, okay, we want, you know, thousand people shot in Chicago and killed most of whom are black. So well, I, the mentality of that escapes me. I can't figure that out.
3: Well, I think a lot of, the, a lot of this is just, you know, the money gets out there, these guys are, are able to push a message. And it's, I'm not gonna say it's, it's a stealth thing from, a, from an open standpoint, they're talking about criminal justice reform and those kinds of things. But the fact of the matter is, um, you know, most people don't realize what that means, until they actually get a snoot full of somebody like a Gascon or a Kim Fox or whatever. Having said that, Larry Krasner got reelected.
0: elected re right? Unbelievable. Um,
3: now, Bill, oh, there is a, there is an issue here, which is that these are all, and give Soros some credit, because when he got started, his first thing like this that he did was secretary of state races across the country, Right. And that kind of failed because people in the suburbs, there was, you know enough Republican voters who realized this guy's trying to fix elections. And, and so that kind of crashed and burned. And if they knew that it was a Soros secretary of state candidate, it actually turned out vote against them. So instead, he goes and he throws this money into these D.A. races in cities which are Democrat cities where Republicans can't get elected. And there's no Republican money to counter it because like what's the difference, right? It's two Democrats running. One of them likes law and order, maybe a little, and the other one is a Soros candidate. And it's a bad investment for Republican money.
0: Yeah, there's no opposition to it. That's what's happening in New York City uh, with its six to one registered Democrats. Last question. In your research and in your uh, studying the situation, why would a guy like George Soros, all right, who as a child was subject to the Nazi regime and all that violence that took right. place there. Why would he want more violence? Why would he it's, want uh, the criminal justice system to break down? Do you have any idea? I mean, you can come up with lots of theories. At the end of the day, all
3: I can really say about this guy is that he is a textbook James Bond villain, right Like everything George Soros does, Can, you know, somebody of average intelligence can look at that and say, you're going to break society down, you know, in in little bitty ways doing what you're doing. But, you know, we we talk about secretary of state races. We talk about DAs and what the effect on crime is. Every city in America has these, you know, uh, left wing nonprofit advocacy groups that have basically taken over the Democrat machine in all of these places. Uh, And they control Basically, they have turned the Democrats from a party of maybe union people and kind of working class folks into this hard left, you know, socialist vanguard. And Soros's money is the number one result of this. So I think maybe it's a power trip
0: and it's, hey,
3: you know, we'll break this and, and rule Thousands, over the
0: Thousands of people are dying, Scott. Thousands of people are dying that should not die. We appreciate it's, it. Have a very tough. Merry Christmas. Thanks for helping us out. We, Bill, thank you. Right. This uh, story has not been widely reported. Nick Sandman, you'll remember him. Uh, He was at a pro-life march in D.C., um, got involved in a controversy with a Native American man. And the networks and left-wing press vilified him. Well, he has settled with NBC News. They're going to pay Nick some money. He's 19 now. He was 16 when the incident took place. So that means that Nick has settled with CNN. With the Washington Post and now with NBC, the settlements are confidential. But you know that Nick Salmon is a very wealthy young man. Still outstanding. New York Times, CBS News, ABC News, Rolling Stone and Gannett. And I think Nick will if, if they go to court on any of them, he'll win. Um, so you should know about it. You stay in history. Thirty two years ago, December 20th, 1989, the USA invaded Panama. Did you know that Do you remember that? All right. So Panama was being run by a gangster named uh, Manuel Noriega, who was a conduit to smuggling narcotics into the USA. It went from Colombia to Panama. There's Noriega, who ran as a dictator, that country. And then they smuggled it into the USA. So Bush, the elder president at the time, got fed up. He sent in the U.S. military in about 30 minutes. They overthrew uh, Noriega. 9000 U.S. troops went in. And Noriega was arrested, and he was convicted of uh, drug trafficking, racketeering, money laundering. He was sentenced to 40 years in prison, where he died on May 29, 2017, at age 83. 23 U.S. soldiers were killed. About 150 Panamanian defense forces died 32 years ago today that invasion took place. Okay, we got a good mail segment and then a final thought that I think will help your life. We'll be back in a moment.
4: For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on hollywoodtakeover.com bill. That's hollywoodtakeover.com
5: B-I-L-L.
0: Let's go to the mail. George, concierge member, please consider that on BillOReilly.com. During my last visit with my doctor a few months ago, I asked him about the requirements of wearing masks about COVID. At this point, he said, it's a control thing. Okay, that, that could be. Politicians like to control you. They want you to obey. Lloyd, I also don't know anything about the Proud Boys. While there's probably a group by that name, there is definitely a group by that name, it seems to be a mainstream media creation. It's not. This small group called Proud Boys, they are far-right people, they like confrontation. It's not a media creation, all right? It's like Antifa, small group, far-left, want to burn down everything. But the Proud Boys, I, I, let me amend that. They're not nearly as destructive as Antifa. George uh, Pervarnik, Las Vegas, all of these smash-and-grab individuals doing the damage are black. I watched all the videos. I've seen any others except for black criminals. That fact seems to be completely ignored. I don't know if that's important, George. I mean, you may be right, but criminals are criminals, right? So there are plenty of white criminals doing horrible things. We're killing the mob. They're all white. So I don't know if, if skin color matters when we're analyzing crime. Victims. Now, there it matters. Lisa Berlin, Solana Beach, California. Bill, I've been busy telling friends that the reports on the attendance at the Fort Lauderdale Trump show were untrue. My husband and I were there, and we waited an hour to get in. Look, (laughs) the whole thing was bogus. All of this stuff, as I mentioned. But I am so happy that you went all the way from Solana Beach, California, nice town, to Lauderdale to see us. Lisa, I hope you enjoyed it. Bar Barb Porter, Bakersfield, California. We just returned from our hotel here in Houston after watching you and Trump. We loved the music. The show was tremendous. Trump was relaxed and we loved the sense of humor that you both had. We truly enjoyed ourselves. Excellent. And again, thank you for going from Bakersfield to Houston. Big crowd in Houston. Mary uh, Caprio, Houston, Texas. My sister and I were privileged to be at the Houston show. Excellent. So great to see the president. We truly appreciated you stepping in with your monologue as we were waiting for him to land. It was a monsoon in Houston. All right. And so the president's plane was delayed. I landed in Jefferson County, north of Houston. That's Beaumont. And I got an Uber. This is a true story. I got an Uber to take me and my squad to the Toyota. It was someday I'll tell you the whole story. It was unbelievable. We got there. We did it. Everybody had a good time. Barbara Young. Spring Hill, Florida. Okay, I thought the Thanksgiving column was the best ever, but the ghost from Christmas Past is even better. So I wrote a Christmas tale starring Joe Biden. It's a column posted on BillO'Reilly.com, and everybody's going to love it. Uh, Bobby says, uh, "Great column, O'Reilly. I needed a good laugh, even though in reality nothing about this administration is funny." So I did that to provide some levity. I hope you all read it. Jeff Lucas, Mardella Springs, Maryland. Just wanted to let you know, O'Reilly, my mother, Judy, loved Killing the Mob. Had to order Killing Kennedy because now she's hooked on the Killing series. Get her all the books, dear good son, Jeff. Great Christmas presents. Killing the Mob still selling 4,000 copies a week. It's unbelievable. It's been out since May. Anyway, they're great Christmas gifts. Inexpensive. We have actually specials on BillOReilly.com Christmas Store if you want the books. David Ron, Westlake, Ohio. I bought three premium gift memberships for my siblings, and I got three free books. They were delivered quickly, and my sibs have already thanked me for the generous gift. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you, David. And that's what we want to tell you about. Tomorrow, last day for expedited delivery to get you anything you want in the Bill O'Reilly Christmas store, including the books and, you know, stand up for your country stuff, anything you want. Okay? Tomorrow's the last day. So go there. Take a look. Uh, Somebody you don't have something for, you'll find it. All right. Um, Word of the day, do not be a coxcomb. C-O-X-C-O-M-B. Great word when writing to us. All right. final thought on uh, Americans and how they consume news in a moment. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to TaxNetworkUSA.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to TaxNetworkUSA.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.
2: You're cruising down the highway. Windows rolled down. Tunes blasting from the radio. all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com carlson. That's carshield.com carlson. Visit now.
0: Okay, here's a final thought of the day. Variety, which is like the uh, newspaper of showbiz, Hollywood, and they do, you know, fairly good reporting sometimes, and left-wing, no doubt about it. Um, but, you know, you, you can read them, and you don't have to say, we know this is not true, like Newsweek. I mean, Newsweek is absolute worst. So Variety says that about 10%, of the American public, are engaged in the news, all right? The other 90% are not. They pick up dribs and drabs. And that's what's so dangerous about the Internet, because you have clickbait. You have false headlines. O'Reilly, Trump bombs, you know, and then everybody goes in to see, and then they lie about what the stats are. And nobody holds them accountable because you can't. That's so so dangerous. So I set up BillOReilly.com as a private news agency, that tells the truth. And we do. And we've been in business now almost five years. And we have a tremendous success rate. It's, it's tremendous. But what I'm trying to get across is off this variety study that most people don't even know about it. When I did these Trump history shows, you know, there were just surges, thousands and thousands of people. Put those pictures up again. All right. I mean, there were surges in the arenas, desperate to hear uh, how Donald Trump ran his administration and what he did, all right? I think that's uh, Dallas there, um, and that's Houston. The next one will be Houston. Um, but it, you can see, I mean, it's a massive tell-us-the-truth, what really happened, which we did. And we may do some more shows if the president wants to. It's all up to him. But it was very worthy, and people were like, for two hours going whoa we didn't know that because it's hard to get the truth so the point of this is that if you can buy a premium membership or concierge membership not only for yourself and give it as a gift you help us spread the truth all right you strengthen the country because people man, as i said at the top of the program with all this biden stuff it's getting very very intense you know well now we're playing with your wallet my wallet. And you need to know what's happening here in in a way that doesn't have a dishonest agenda. I mean, I asked President Trump some hard questions and he answered them, sometimes not as well as I would have liked. But then I go back and ask again. All right. And if you watch the shows and we have the clips posted on BillOReilly.com, you see this is no game. It's no rally. This was serious business. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow, and tomorrow will be our last broadcast for 2021. It'll be special. Holly the Terror Dog makes a cameo tomorrow. So I hope you're with us. Thanks for uh, tuning in tonight.